fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final try to We are live for our Week 10 Daily Fantasy Special. Uh, This is our first time ever going live for Daily Fantasy, so I hope you folks enjoy it. You can let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, Hopefully it goes well for you. Let me know any type of DFS or Week 10 sit-start Obviously here to answer any and all types of questions you get. I, of course, am the Wolf of Roto Street, rotostreetjournal.com, where we breed and feed fantasy football wolves. Uh, and we're here again for our daily fantasy live show. Usually I'm recording this with Jimbo uh, Slice, but we're going to test it out here, try to get it live, see how the audience does uh, here, if you guys enjoy it. Uh, if, it if it works, you know, let me know any type of feedback. I'll be checking the restream chat. Hopefully that's going to work well here. Uh, we're also on YouTube and Periscope live right now, again, giving this a test run to see how it goes. As a preview, we are a GPP-focused or tournament-focused DraftKings-style show, and specifically, we're looking at that main slate, the 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock Sunday, so no prime time. They're really trying to get that millionaire lockdown uh, here for you, so come on in, check it out. Uh, let me know, again, any sit-start questions you have for the week, and also you know, some DraftKings stuff. I know I don't know if Daily Fantasy is your stuff, but we want to give this a test run uh, and see how it goes for you guys. Alrighty, it uh, looks like we we got Denny, Jennings, Dylan, Saul, all our guys here. Uh, so glad to see you guys. I will answer those questions, but let's get started with our Draft Kings lineup builder for you guys. I'm going to go position by position, talk about some of the expensive guys I like, some of the middle range guys to balance things out, and then of course, the most important of all, those cheap cost savers, as well as the chalk. We'll show you real quick. Uh, Roto Grinders has a great chalk expectations, as you can see here. Uh, Although that doesn't look like it's showing up all that clearly, so I'll just kind of read those off to you. Um, but it tells you it talks about ownership possessions, which is equally as important. Finding the right guys is fading the guys that are going to be highly owned or otherwise erasing that chalk. Alrighty, uh, before we get into that, let's answer a couple of your questions. Mark Andrews or Gerald Everett half PPR? I feel like I gotta go Mark Andrews there, Sal. They're facing uh, Cincinnati. They should move the ball with ease. They're gonna be in the red zone plenty. Gerald Everett has the better matchup on paper, uh, but ultimately I like that. Dylan Adams, I know it's early, but should I worry about Hunt when I have Chubb? Uh, yeah, I'd be a little bit worried. They haven't really been all that committal to Chubb anyways with Hilliard playing around 35% of the snaps. That's Hilliard. Hunt is one of the better running back talents in the league. So now that he's back, I'd be concerned even if he just gets Hilliard's 35-ish percent snap share, you can't feel great about that. Uh, I mean, that's this is a guy that's going to do more with that 35% snap share than Hilliard ever did. So yeah, I'd be very worried. Uh, we, you know, Freddie Kitchens has shown no consistency, no promise to any of his guys. So yeah, I'd be worried. And also Cream Hunt, we're going to talk about in a second for this lineup builder. Uh, he's only 3000 bucks on DraftKings this week. So a great value there. Uh, for 
um, Kareem Hunt as well. My main man, I uh, hope you're having a great day. Thank you, Corey. I hope you're having a great day as well. Mark Andrews or Mike Jacecki. I got to go Mark Andrews there. I know Jacecki, intriguing play, fresh off the most targets he's had of the year, the most career highs across the board Mike Jacecki set last week. I like him as a stash right now, and you could even stream him, but Mark Andrews had been so good. He gets a good matchup. I like it. Did holding on to Montgomery the whole year so far uh, finally pay off? Bryce, it definitely did. Look at, you know, back-to-back Great games, 31 touches two weeks ago, uh, two touchdowns last week. He seems to be finally going into that role we envisioned all year. He's finally there, Bryce, so I'm happy to see it. Um, It seems to be paying off big, and then it's never going to pay off bigger, as we're going to talk about in our preview. I'm going to get into this lineup builder now. Uh, It's never going to get better than right now against Detroit, giving up the most points to running backs. Expect another at least one TD, if not two TD day, plus probably a career high in rushing. Alrighty, let's look, folks, at some plays we love in DraftKings. I know a lot of people are going to be on Lamar Jackson. He's the chalkiest projection this week. 15% owned is what they're looking at on Roto Grinders. I like him. Uh, obviously, he has a great shot to be the highest scoring QB of the week. A lot of people are also all over, as you can see here, the uh, Winston. I'm going to scroll up real quick so you guys can see. Uh, Winston. Oh, man, I, I think I cut something off here. Let me scroll this up for you real quick. Uh, option. Yeah, Winston. There we go. I got to get the whole uh, shebang in here. I'm going to move that down. Sorry. One sec, folks. Getting this uh, window capture. I'm going to move that down. Appreciate your patience. This is my first time doing this one. Uh, So as I scroll up, you can see, um, again, I'll pull it up just a little more. Uh, So that way, you can see, you know, Lamar Jackson is also uh, high up there. Lamar Jackson. All right, so now you can see all the quarterbacks. Let's get into it. Sorry, folks, for that uh, brief little interruption there. Um, but on DraftKings, so again, Lamar Jackson, the highest projected price, highest projected points. I totally get it. However, uh, in the other big matchup you're seeing chalk at is Winston and Murray. I mean, we saw if you targeted that Seattle Seahawks-Tampa Bay shootout last week, you probably came away. I know the millionaire winner had Russell Wilson and, and plenty of pieces there. Mike Evans went off, all that good stuff. But if I'm paying up this week, I got to go for my boy, Patty Mahomes. Uh, he's been off, obviously, for three weeks now. And he gets t- a Tennessee defense that just lost their top corner in Malcolm Butler for the season, a broken wrist. They were already giving up the 20th most points to quarterbacks, uh, the, the uh, Tennessee Titans were. And now you eliminate their best weapon, and he's going to be coming in fresh, going to be coming in hot. You obviously, you can't just picture the announcers already, like Mahomes in his debut throws for five touchdowns. This guy had over 30 fantasy points in four straight games to open the year, and that was without Tyreek Hill. This is going to be his first game with his full complement of weapons, uh, which is huge. That's awesome to finally have that for him. Uh, So I I love Mahomes if I'm paying up a quarterback. You you can get away from the chalk. He's predicted only 7% owned, and when do you find that for Pat Mahomes, only 7% owned. Answer, never. He's always one of the highest owned guys when fully ready to go. So I think that week, those couple weeks off, have owners a little skittish on DraftKings. And I think this is the week to go back to your guy. Um, So absolutely, I'm all in on Mahomes this week. 
Um, and I think he could totally light it up. Behind him, again, a lot of people are going to love Winston. A lot of people are going to love Murray, and I totally see why. I think that's you know the projected highest score on Vegas, and I, I mean it makes sense. Both are awful pass defenses. The you know 30th for 32nd. You should see tons of passing yardage, tons of um, air yards throughout that day. So yeah, both of those plays are great if you're looking to spend up. But again, to get some away from the chalk a little bit, those are the second and third highest Winston and Kyler Murray, projected owned guys. I'm going to go there. If not doing that, and keep continue scrolling down here. I'm going to show you actually my favorite play of the week. That's Ryan Tannehill at 5,100 at quarterback. That's the guy I'm going to the most right now because uh, I like to spend up at all the other positions. You see Ryan Tannehill right there. Only 5,100 on DraftKings this week. That is an absolute bargain. Um, uh, you guys can't really see the, the – I can see you can't really see the uh, the prices too well there. Sorry about that. Um, and I don't know if this is laggy. Let me know if it's getting a little laggy for you guys. I want to make sure I, I get that. I see all your questions coming in, so I'm going to make sure I get to those too. Don't you worry. Um, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to get to all your questions here. But I love Ryan Tannehill coming up this week for DraftKings. At 5,100, that's the guy I'm going with most because as much as I say I love going Mahomes, I kind of like going Mahomes' other options like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, getting those guys and then saving the money and getting Ryan Tannehill in my lineup because he's going against him. He's going to be playing catch-up, in my opinion, all day. The guy has 23, 19, and 28 fantasy points across his last three games as a starter. That's QB5 since he took over the job, um, and his price is like, what, the QB20 here? So ultimately in a great spot the 25th most points to quarterbacks. The guy's thriving right now. I really like Ryan Tannehill uh, to dominate this week. So he's my quarterback play locked into DraftKings right now. Um, Daniel Howland, do I play Metcalf this week or Pascal? It's a great question. I really like Pascal. I have him at wide receiver 24. We're going to talk about wide receivers in a second on DraftKings. But I really like him. Facing Miami, I mean, you don't really need much of an introduction there. Obviously, one of the worst cornerbacking crews. They lost to Avon Howard, their only talented guy. They traded away Minka Fitzpatrick. They got nobody in the secondary there. So, yes, I absolutely love Pascal. Lit it up 92% of the snaps. Touchdown most targets. Uh, 70 yards and a score last week. I'd expect something very similar. He's my wide receiver 24 for the week, so I like that. Hunt, Murray, or Drake this week, asks TN. I lean, I'm guessing Murray means Latavius. You can't trust him with Kamara back. Uh, so then it comes down to Hunter Drake, and it's like it's Hunt's first game. We just saw Drake light it up. He also gets the hardest run defense in terms of DVOA, though, in Tampa Bay. But I don't know how much of that matters this week because of how good uh, the, the Arizona offense uses their running backs. You get David Johnson. He's fully practicing. He's back at full speed. So it's, I'm expecting Drake to get back to second fiddle. This to be the David Johnson show. But I still think I lean him after he thrived. I think he got plenty of reception points. I don't know if you can trust Kareem Hunt quite yet. Could blow up. And I, again, I love him at 3K on DraftKings, as I'm going to say here. Um, but I, I lean the other way. And then Josh on YouTube. God, we got some YouTube viewers here tonight. Should I start Melvin Gordon, David Montgomery, or Hunter Henry as my flex? Half PPR. I'd have a hard time sitting Melvin Gordon against Oakland last night. Fresh off a two TD day. Uncoincidentally comes right as Anthony Lynn retakes over as a play caller. Remember, this guy had 11 out of 14 running backs go for over 1,000 yards whenever he was the running backs or offensive coordinator coach. Uh, he's he's consistently churned out quality run games. He fires Ken Wisenhunt. He takes back over. And we just see Melvin Gordon have his best 
game of the year. Uh, I, I don't think it's a coincidence at all. So I go Melvin Gordon only slightly because David Montgomery facing that Detroit defense, giving up the most points to running backs. I'd love to have them both in my lineups. Uh, to me, though, I'd have a hard time setting Gordon off his best game as a pro. I mean, as a pro, but of the season, he seems to finally have shaken off that rust. So, Josh, I go Melvin Gordon. Danny, I'm going to hit your question next, and then we're going to get to running backs on DraftKings. I have Alvin and Singletary at running back and Devonta at wide receiver. Need another wide receiver and flex out of Elkler, Golden Tate, DJ Moore, and Crowder. Ah... I think I'm leaning definitely Golden Tate there. We're going to talk about wide receivers on DraftKings. The Jets give up a ton of points. I think the fifth most two wide receivers. And then you got no Evan Ingram, no Sterling Shepard. It's going to be the Golden Tate show. The last time both of those guys were out of the lineup, Golden Tate has his best game as a giant against the New England defense nonetheless. Over 100 yards, a score, over 20 fantasy points. And now he gets a soft matchup plus that type of usage. I really like Golden Tate this week. And then out of the others, I mean, they're all in great matchups, Denny. I like all these. It comes down to me for Crowder versus Eckler. So, I mean, you're leaning now. Running back, it's half PPR. Uh, Oakland's decent against the run, but just awful all over the place. And then Crowder gets that juicy matchup against the New York Giants, who have, other than Miami Dolphins, the second-worst slot corner in the league. Whew, that, that one's real tough. Golden Tate's my top option there, and I think I lean uh, Crowder. I'd, I'd hate to watch you know Eckler go off, but if they can, I think they're going to try to keep riding Melvin Gordon. Uh, to me, that seems where this offense is headed. Alrighty, folks, let's get now back to um, our our DraftKings lineup maker. And to me, it's a no-brainer. You have to get Christian McCaffrey, even though he's projected to be 30% owned, even though he's 1,700 more than Saquon Barkley, the next closest running back. I have to get uh, Christian McCaffrey in my lineup this week. It's really a no-brainer. Um, and, and to anybody watching football this year, it should be pretty obvious why that's a no-brainer. The guy, over his last 16 games, has topped 26 fantasy points in the 13 of 16 games. That's insanity. He's scored 494 fantasy points over those 16 games. That would be the most fantasy points of any player at any position in NFL history. Top four in 11 of 16 games, nearly 70%, 69%, nice, uh, of his games. He's been a top four running back across his last 16. That is insane consistency. And even better, especially in terms of this year, he hasn't had a matchup against a top 15 run defense. They've all been either yellow or red, and he's still topping 30-plus fantasy points uh, on average, 32.7 per game. And now he gets his easiest matchup yet against Green Bay. Uh, are you kidding me? The Packers given up the third most rushing yards, the second most rushing touchdowns, and fifth most receptions to running backs. What else do you need to know? This is by far the best spot he's been in all year, and, and he's still been smashing it. The guy's going to have 40 fantasy points. I'm going to pay up that 10500 You have to make that decision because you can get some nice flexibility. You, you see here like Alvin Kamara facing the, the Saints, def- I mean, uh, facing Atlanta that bleeds running back receptions at only 8200 You could save $2,500, um, and this guy's only projected at 7% owned as compared to 30% for McCaffrey. But to me, it's like a smash. You lock him in. The guy is going to go absolutely bonkers this week. Weekend. Uh, so I can't get off the McCaffrey train. He is too good. I'm going to pay up, even though it doesn't afford me much flexibility with the rest of my lineup. I'm still going all in 
on Christian McCaffrey. So from there, we got to save some money, right? So I'm not even going to consider, you know, as good as Aaron Jones would be against the lowest-ranked DVOA uh, Carolina Panthers at 28th. He could blow up this weekend, could get back in that four-touchdown range. you got Ingram at 71K uh, facing Cincinnati, two-plus touchdown upside, no doubt about it. Marlon Mack facing Miami, uh, the 31st most points to running backs. You don't need me to explain why that's an absolute smash spot. And one guy that does intrigue me at only 6,400. Now you're getting a little cheaper. Derek Henry. If the Chiefs, if the, the Tennessee Titans want any chance at winning this game, the formula to beating Pat Mahomes, we saw it with the aforementioned Marlon Mack in the Colts. Uh, you have to pound the rock. You have to make sure you are uh, taking the ball out of Mahomes' hand. We saw it on Sunday night football against the Colts that time. Uh, they, Marlon Mack had like 170 yards. We could see that from Henry. I mean, last time they faced off in the playoffs, we saw a, a 190 total yard, two TD day from Henry. Ultimately, though, I think they get up so big, you get that risk of game flow with Derrick Henry. I'm going to, and plus I have to save money, right? I'm going to go a little bit cheaper here um, and, and find myself someone else. I'm looking at, uh, David Montgomery, 5,300. I know our guy Jimbo Slice loves him. Our, our DFS guru, make sure you check out rotostreetjournal.com uh, for Jimbo Slice's uh, guys of the week. But again, David Montgomery has been fresh off some of his best games of the year. And 31 touches two weeks ago, two TDs last week. This should be his best effort yet. I love getting him in lineups. But to save him even more money, as you see here, Devin Singletary, only $5,000. Oh, I got to show you some prices here. There we go. Sorry, I didn't even realize that I wasn't showing you prices there. Uh, but Devin Singletary, only 5000 bucks. I really like the play. Cleveland gets bled on the ground by running backs. Uh, not quite as bad as, as Detroit has. I mean, Detroit has given up. I, I wrote it down earlier here. They've given up 21-plus fantasy points to the top running back in four straight games. Six out of their eight games, they've given up 21 points. And yeah, they face studs like Dalvin Cook, Saquon, uh, but they've also done 21-plus to Jamal Williams. So, I mean, you know, David Montgomery in a smash spot, um, and, and so is Devin Singletary. If I had the choice between the two, I have Montgomery a spot higher than Singletary. If it comes down to price, you know, I'm going to put Singletary, I mean, Montgomery in for now. Again, 100 plus yards. You got that DraftKings upside, though, with, uh, I want to highlight Singletary, took over last week. Finally has those backfield reins. 20 carries last week. Uh, also gets all the receiving work, 143 total yards, or I think it was 135, whatever it ended up being, plus a score. What I loved most was Gore got stuffed three straight times on the goal line. Later in the game, they pull Gore, they go Singletary, and what does he do? Converts. Uh, so ultimately, you know, 11 carries, 15 yards for Gore, over 143 total yards um, on 23 touches for Singletary. To me, that signals a very clear-cut turning of the guard, as it should be. Singletary is by far the more explosive back. I mean, now he gets an even better matchup. So I do love Devin Singletary. If I can work him into my lineup, maybe as my flex, I'll toss him in there. If I need to save money at running back, you actually have some decent cheap options here. Let me just scroll through and let you know a couple of my favorite cheap plays for the week. Uh, then I see some of your questions coming in. I'll make sure to get to you guys here. Um, I've seen some questions about where I've been all week. I'll make sure to get to you in a sec, Pat. I've missed being there. Trust me. It was, it's not been a uh, the funnest of weeks. Um, but some guys I like cheap. 
J.D. McKissick, 4,300, fresh off a TD, 14-point uh, fantasy day. Not bad. I really like Tariq Cohen. As much as I like Montgomery, if the, if the Lions get up big early and they need to be playing catch-up mode, I like Tariq Cohen quite a bit this week, 4,200. Um, huge fan of that price range. I like Montgomery more, obviously, at only 1,100 more. I'm going to try to pay up for it, but nobody would be shocked if it's Cohen who has you know two crazy touchdowns because this team is so bad at tackling and getting to the running back. I also love, I just passed him up, uh, where is he, 4,300, Ronald Jones. Uh, we just saw Bruce Arians say he's going to lock down that, that Ronald Jones carries. Fresh off 19, I believe, carries last week, and now Ronald Jones uh, gets the, the praise of Bruce Arians. Only four carries for Peyton Barber. He says he's definitely been more explosive, said Bruce Arians. He's earned more touches going forward. They're clearly, Arizona, more susceptible to wide receivers. That's why I, you, you got to love Evans. You got to love Godwin. But who would be shocked if Ronald Jones was getting goal line touches too, ends up pounding one, maybe even two in from the short range uh, for Arizona. So those are some cheap guys. If I end up having to save some money, Ronald Jones, J.D. McKissick, um, and, and Tariq Cohen, and then uh, the guy I got to make sure to highlight too, 3000 bucks. I'll just search his name so you see it. Kareem Hunt, who said to definitely have a role, according to Freddie Kitchens, a great way to save some money. If I wanted to, let's say, have you know Pat Mahomes in here instead of Tannehill, I could cut Singletary, toss that flyer of Kareem Hunt in there. Nobody's going to be shocked. Again, if he gets a 35% share that Hilliard's been seeing, if you get you know five to eight carries, six-ish targets. That's what right around what Hilliard's been getting. Kareem Hunt can do so much of damage with that. And Buffalo ranks third in DVOA, uh, the third lowest. So they've been sneakily bad against the run this year. And, and if, if Kareem Hunt comes in and just starts killing it, would you ever be shocked that Freddie fucking Kitchens just get, gives him the entire workload moving forward, whether he deserves it or not? I wouldn't be shocked by any means. So Kareem Hunt, Definitely in play this week as well. Let's get to some of your questions. I want to make sure I'm not missing those as they start to go. I got offered, asked Dylan Adams, Aaron Jones and John Brown this week for Chubb. My other running backs are Jacobs, Fournette, and Murray. Should I pull the trigger? I'd be more intrigued to know who your wide receivers are as well. Uh, It seems like you are pretty set at running back. I mean, you can't play Murray at this point. I would only do that if you needed John Brown. And I like John Brown a lot. He's got a nice schedule moving forward the rest of the season. He's the only receiver other than Mike, uh, Mike, not Mike Evans, Mike Thomas, to have 50-plus yards in every game. So I like John Brown. But if I don't need that wide receiver help, Chubb to me is definitely higher on my rest of season big board than Aaron Jones. Now, there is that risk of Kareem Hunt taking over, whereas we know what Aaron Jones is. We know it's a roller coaster. Uh... But yeah, I'd rather have Chubb unless I needed the wide receiver reinforcements. Patrick James, I need to start one. Tyrell Williams, DJ Moore, or Crowder. This is a tough matchup for Tyrell, who's going to have Casey Hayward shadowing him. We just saw the Chargers defense completely shut out Green Bay. As much as I love Tyrell all year, to me, I got to lean either DJ Moore uh, or Jamison Crowder there. The Packers have been sneakily getting destroyed by everything. I, I kind of like Crowder this week, though. The Giants are awful against wide receivers. We just saw him blow up this week. If, if that's full PPR, especially Pat, I'm going to go there uh, with, with Jamison Crowder. And where have I been all week? I apologize, and I missed you too, man. I unfortunately had some services to attend earlier in the week, so I had to miss those early uh, two games, um, early two days. So sorry about that, Pat James. 
Um, I, I missed you guys plenty, but we'll be back to our regular schedule the rest of this week. Uh, live on the North Shore Mass, join us at Fibbers. Thank you for that pump, CJ, whoever's typing that in for me. Giuseppe, great to see you. Half PPR, drop Cohen for Bellage. Kalen Bellage sucks. Nah, I, I'd rather have the upside of Cohen. Even though he hasn't really done much, I'm not opposed to dropping him. Kalen Bellage means nothing to me. Like, no one gets it done in that offense at the running back position. That line is horrendous. Would you play Hunter Renfro tonight? Asked Toons. I need to know the other options. Probably not. Uh, but, I mean, depends who else it is. Uh, Jalen Samuels or Kenyon Drake? Asked Jeremiah Moore. You got to go Jalen Samuels there. James Conner already ruled uh, low... Um, very low likelihood to play for James Conner. We saw Samuels rack up 10 receptions last week. You got to line that up. I know Kenyon Drake had more fantasy points, but now you got David Johnson in a much tougher matchup. Uh, both those things working against Drake. I got to go with the clear-cut workhorse of the Steelers. Alrighty, folks, let's get to wide receivers here uh, on the DraftKings slate. I'm going to X out of Kareem Hunt. We're going to get to wide receivers. I mean, the obvious smash spot here is... Uh, Michael Thomas facing Atlanta. We've seen Atlanta just get destroyed by wide receivers time and time again. Um, let me make sure. Can you guys see that? There we go. Um, let me scroll up for Mike Thomas there for you. But as you can see, uh, Mike Thomas, the highest priced and rightfully so, should absolutely smash the Atlanta Falcons. He's been as consistent, the most consistent by far, the highest scoring wide receiver by far in fantasy. There's really no case you can make against him. However, I'm going to actually pivot and go to Tyree Kill this week. As I mentioned with Pat Mahomes, I think they are going to smash Tennessee. Uh, I think, again, the secondary completely banged up. We saw Mike Evans go completely ham just two weeks ago. I think something similar this week. Tyree Kill and Pat Mahomes' first game together, I would not be shocked at all if Tyreek has one of those classic 35, 40-point days and is not projected nearly as high-owned as some of these other guys. I forgot to go over the chalk for uh, running back, by the way. And the last guy I wanted to mention at running back, too, Damian Williams, only 4,900, and he's fresh off 73% of the snaps. Seems like it's trending his way. Uh, so I really like um, I, I really like that quite a bit. 4,900 there. Could get your classic 25-point Damian Williams. Seems to me like he's trending towards that what we expected Damian Williams. So if you have him in season long and you have a question about him, let me know um, who you got and, and where you're... Because um, I, I like Damian Williams a lot. He ranks a lot higher on my running back rankings this week than he generally does. Um, alrighty, folks. So in terms of chalk, some of the guys we mentioned are on this list. McCaffrey's 30%. Ronald Jones, 18.5%. Marlon Mack, 18.5%. Devin Singletary, 18.5%. And then Henry Montgomery are both in that 14-ish percent. So some guys we love, but running backs you often see chalk, and you, you got to have to eat it. That's a position where millionaire makers often will have the highest chalk and still be playing it. Obviously, you love that guy. Um, Tyree Kill, though, the guy I'm smashing this week's a little bit cheaper, a little bit lower projected ownership, uh, only 7% this week. You don't really ever find that for Tyree Kill. Uh, he's like you know, the 20th projected in ownership. So I think with Mahomes returning, I love targeting that Tennessee Chiefs game all over the place. In terms of the middle, 
I mean, Jimmy cited Pascal, Ridley, Crowder as guys he loves this coming week, and I like all those plays. As you can see, a lot of questions about Crowder, and I keep leaning that way. I do love number two wide receivers against the uh, the Saints. We see you know Lattimore shadowing and kind of taking out number one receivers. You can't take out Julio Jones, but I wouldn't be shocked to see Ridley and also one of my cheaper guys that I love, um, Russell Gage end up blowing up, but Zach Paschal, a guy to highlight. Now, in terms of the, the expensive guys, of course, you can love Evans, Godwin, as you see here. Uh, I like both those guys. Devontae Adams, down at 6900 That's the cheapest I think he's been in like a year and a half, but he just hasn't been getting it done all that much. Still, the Panthers have been getting bled deep by wide receivers. Uh, I would not be shocked to see them uh, give up a ton more points again, but to Adams, let's see him get back on track. I do love... Odell Beckham, 6,100. We saw Baker Mayfield come out today and say, I'm going to force feed him the rock. So, you know, that's a promising development for him. Gets Tredavious White, so a tough matchup to force feed. But anytime Odell's cheaper than Marvin Jones, you have to take a peek at that. Um, you know, could be the week to play him. Clearly, with the way my lineup is, though, uh, I only have 4,100 remaining per player. And I'll save at tight end, I'll save at defense, but I don't have a ton to save at wide receiver. I do love Golden Tate. Um, at 5,900 right now, you got Ingram out, you got Sterling Shepard out. That could be an absolute smash spot here for Golden Tate. So I like playing him quite a bit. Um, and then Zach Pascal, as our guy Jimmy cited, is a great play this week. Crowder at 5,000, a great play this week. But I got to go cheaper at this point um, because, you know, again, I have no money right here. So let me just kind of throw in my defense. I'll let you guys know right now the one I'm going in every single league. Um, and they're the fifth to sixth highest percentage owned. And I think it's a smash spot. Are the Steelers, uh, you know, right in the middle of the pack. They're 2,600. You can save some decent dough with them. And they've had double-digit points in every single game since week week three, which is just insane to me. And they're not in that bad of a matchup. I guess, the, you know, obviously the Rams, Sean McVay, the Wonderkin is great. But 11, 19, 11, 14, 13, 19 points for the Steelers. They've been lighting it up. They're kind of set and forget, in my opinion. They're at home. Their defensive line should murder the offensive line for the Rams. So I really like the Steelers this week. Um, I, I think they can light it up for a cheap defense. And then at tight end, you guys might throw up in your mouths here, uh, but one of the cheaper tight ends, you see a lot of guys in this like 39 to 35 range. Jack Doyle, the highest projected owned. I kind of like going O.J. Howard. He's projected to be fully healthy. I know he hasn't done shit this year, but he still has that athleticism to dominate. You know everybody is going to be all over Godwin, all over Evans, even higher projected ownership this week. Um, and, you know, O.J. Howard projected to be 4% owned, one of the lowest owned tight ends. He's still got the athleticism. He's got that Arizona smash spot. No one's given up more yards. They're right around 1,000 yards at this point. No one's given up more TDs. They've given up over 8 points more than Tampa Bay, who's the second few, like most points. It's just an absolute smash spot, no doubt about it in my opinion. Um, so I like all those guys. Um, in my opinion. And that leaves me with 4,600 at wide receiver. There's a ton of cheap plays I like um, that I want to make sure I just shout out. I love Curtis Samuel, 4,600. I hate Corey Davis. You guys should know that by now. I like Slayton a lot. If I can save 100 bucks somewhere in my lineup, 
Both Boyd and Robbie Anderson make a ton of sense. Boyd it gets a lot of these Bengals receivers you'll see Auden Tate four thousand got priced as if um, AJ Green you see Andrew Erickson or Alex Erickson rather at thirty nine hundred they all got priced as if AJ Green was playing so very cheap on DraftKings this week for those guys um, so I think all those guys can make great plays I like Lazard and Josh Reynolds at thirty eight hundred I think Ted Ginn is in a blow up spot at thirty seven hundred as is. Uh, Traycon Smith at 3,200. The secondary receivers for the Saints, both in blow-up shot uh, spots. There's tons of cheap receivers that that you could look at this week. Jarvis Landry's only 4,900, um, so so he's decent option there. Uh, there's just a ton of low-cost boom plays at wide receiver. Uh, as I mentioned, just Chester Rogers with Paris Campbell. He's going to be out. Um, Rogers is way lower projected than Pascal, but he scored last week too. Um, and he played 86% of his snaps out of the slot. Miami's corner, Chris Gammons, is the second worst. We targeted um, Crowder versus him last week, and that worked out money on one drive. Crowder made that pay up. And then also Slayton, I wanted to make sure to point out for the Giants. We mentioned with Golden Tate, we love how he's in that you know complete target hog mode. Um, so I like Golden Tate. And I like Darius Slayton because there's no one else for them to throw to. And the Jets, given the 27th the 27th ranked, um, are pathetic against the pass. But if I'm going to lock in somebody for now, and i got to get running because we have an, a, uh, a meeting here. I don't love, uh, you know, the, the Kansas City pass D has actually been good against wide receivers. So as much as if Corey Davis sits, A.J. Brown is in a good smash spot. I, I don't want to go Golden Tate and Slayton there. Uh, to me, I'm going to throw in... For now, Curtis Samuel, I'm going to see if I can save a little bit of cash elsewhere. I could also go Kareem Hunt. That would get me to 6,600 for wide receiver. Um, you know, I don't love the guys that gets me to it. I could get me Odell Beckham there as an option. So for now, I'm going to throw in Curtis Samuel. I don't love it. I'm going to figure out a way to, to hopefully get up to 4,800 and get Devontae Parker, 4,700 and get Robbie Anderson. I got to get some of these Jets into my lineups. Uh, but I'm going to save this lineup for now. Let me get to the last of your questions, and then I got to get signed off there. Uh, get them, Wolf. Uh, who else do we have here? Uh, I missed some comments. Oh, fuck. Because um, the for whatever reason, there's no scroll function here. So Eagles are flexing from Jeremiah Moore. Denny Jennings, Cowboys over Pats for sure. You guys are fucking idiots if you actually believe that. That is so stupid. Got offered Aaron Jones and John Brown for Chubb and Sanu. I think I already answered that. Sanu, I, I mean the Sanu part as well, I would definitely not do that. I want to hold Sanu. It seems like he's becoming a fixture in there, so I'm all about it. No, never OJ. A lot of shit on OJ. We'll see. Josh Reynolds, 3,800. Duckworth and Jason agreeing on that one. I know I missed some comments, guys, and I apologize for that, but now seeing Chris Jason and Duckworth comment, we're at 7.07, and I had a meeting scheduled at 7 o'clock with my Rotor Street boys, so I got to get signed off here, folks. Let me know what you thought of this. Did you enjoy a Daily Fantasy Focus style podcast? Uh, Did you enjoy, did I get your questions answered? Is there a different type of format you'd prefer? Give us your feedback, because you know we're going to take it. We're here for you guys. Um, So thanks so much for tuning in. I am the Wolf of Roto Street at Roto Street Wolf on 
Twitter. You can find us on, if you're listening to the podcast, the Fantasy Fullback Dive, where we breed and feed fantasy wolves. I hope you enjoyed this daily fantasy episode. We missed having our guy Jimbo Slice on here, uh, my, my favorite guy to go with. We cannot figure out how to get live with two people. It's literally the bane of my existence, but I'd love to get Jimbo Slice back on here with me. I missed having him. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed this live daily fantasy episode. We've been cashing out the last few weeks in a row since we've been doing these. I love the slate this week. So huge fan of all that. Um, and of course, our home base, RotorStreetJournal.com, where we breed and feed fantasy wolves. Check out our home base. Um, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. And I am out at this point. Thank you. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Football right there, folks.